This episode is brought to you by BTR Nation. BTR is a female founded brand that is on a mission to end mindless snacking with their protein bars with a purpose. Snacks get a bad reputation, high in sugar, ingredients you can't pronounce, ultra processed. But what if you had a snack that checked all the right boxes, a snack with a purpose? Because when we snack mindfully, when we honor our bodies, our hunger, our snackiness, we transform our mindset. BTR bars and chocolate truffle cups are made with no gluten, no dairy, no soy, no added sugar, no corn or rice syrups, no GMOs, no natural flavors, no sugar alcohols, no stevia, no inflammatory ingredients, and no gums or fillers, the cleanest label in the category. They only use ingredients that you can pronounce and adaptogenic superfoods like reishi, lion's mane, and cordyceps. They also taste delicious. I always have the peanut butter chocolate chip bliss bars in my cabinet, and Erica doesn't go a day without having the dark chocolate truffle cups. Besides the many delicious snacks to choose from, we love the story of BTR. Founder and owner Ashley Marie found inspiration in an unlikely place at an unlikely time, at the hospital cafeteria. When both of her parents were diagnosed with cancer, her life turned upside down as she became their caretaker, and her own nutrition began to suffer. Ashley was devouring protein bars when she could, as many of us do, to fit in a meal or a snack. Most of the bars she quickly discovered were filled with sugar. After her parents passed away, she founded a bar brand based on their family mantra, be bold, tenacious, and resilient. If you want to try BTR bars and truffle cups, you can save 20% on your order with code COURAGEOUSWELLNESS all one word at btrnation.com. You can also find this link in our show notes and link tree on Instagram. Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Ali experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Courageous Wellness. We have a great episode today with Chelsea Hodge, the founder of Blender Bites, and we're going to get into that in just a few minutes. But um, as always, we are doing our weekly updates. And Erica, I know you are going to update us on your a little bit about your fitness um, activities and routine lately. I was thinking about like what I wanted to share this week and before we started recording, Erica was like, what have you been up to? And one of the things, maybe I mentioned this in an intro, but 
I went back to, so most of our listeners know that my background background before I went to nutrition school was in um, theater, in musical theater. And so for many years, I was a musical theater performer. And so I went back to a workshop, a weekly workshop, just to like work new material and kind of dust off the cobwebs, especially after like COVID and wanted to get my instrument back in better shape because it's not dissimilar to being like an athlete when you're a singer. And I felt out of shape. So (laughs) I've gone back to a weekly like evening course and it's so fun, but just training again and trying like difficult material um, and activating my breath and using my diaphragm Mm. is like, oh yeah, I remember all of this. And now in like our wellness practice, I have so much more understanding of like what it also does for our nervous system when we breathe deeply, when we breathe in the correct way. Um, and actually I do think there's like some funny studies like that, like musical theater makes you like neuroplasticity, like longer or something. But it's not just that it's really using my breath in that way, using, um, my body in that way and tapping into the feel good, you know, like vagus nerve and getting into my parasympathetic nerdic. I can't speak parasympathetic nerd nervous system, <laughs> oh, tongue tied parasympathetic nervous system, um, by singing and using all this air and using like activating the vagus nerve. I come home. I'm usually like in bed at 10 o'clock. I come home cause my class ends at 10 and I'm like, flying high. <laughs> like it's so funny, just like the happy hormones that get released mm. too. And I have like, I need to take an hour to wind down after my husband's like, let's go to sleep. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I so, love it. Yeah. yeah. That's my update. Like all the little things sometimes that we do in life that we don't necessarily think are quote unquote wellness practices, I think can be if we understand like how they benefit us and even just bring us joy, joy. have mm-hmm. fun. That's like important. So that's mine. But um, yeah, I guess I'll pass it over to you so we can hear about your, your running routine. Yes. No. And thank you for sharing that. I know early January, we're going to release a coaching solo episode yes. and we're going to talk because I have an update that I'm kind of saving for that episode, but I've been really working on tapping into my vagus nerve and my parasympathetic nervous system and how it's really changing my hormones that I can't wait to share. So we're going to do a whole coaching episode on this, um, in January of 2024. So look out for that, but my update this week. Oh yeah. And the last thing I'll say before I go into my own update is I really think like, uh, performers and singers being athletes, like it is, it is, you guys are athletes. There is an athleticism to that. And even, um, and it's kind of related to my update because I'm going to talk about running, but Taylor Swift uh, was named Times Person of the Year. And in the article, which is a really interesting read that I actually recommend, even if you're not a, uh, even if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, I found the article to be really interesting and empowering and, um, insightful. Like I definitely recommend reading it, but you know, she talks about her training activity for the era's tour and, and she's an athlete, like the way, the way she has to train her body to sing 
three and a half hours to dance three and a half hours. Like she is, she's an athlete. And actually it's so funny because she runs, I guess she trained for six months before the tour. And as part of that training, she would run on a treadmill for the whole set list and, um, sing all of her songs. Yeah. So she would run during the fast songs and walk or jog during the slow songs while singing. Yeah. And, um, I'm sure she has so much conditioning because how it leads into kind of the bridge between our two updates of singing and athleticism and my own journey with running is I've shared on some updates before I started running in July, I downloaded a, I felt like an intuitive call to run. Like I just felt it for so long and I finally listened and I downloaded a running app. And in July I started with about it was like five minute intervals. It was like run for five, walk for five, run for five. And and it went up from there. And now in December, it is, I'm up to 20 minutes straight. It's amazing. With yeah. no, um, so it's kind of like the program I'm doing is called couch to 5k mm-hmm. and I repeat weeks. So I guess like week wise, I should be further along, but like, I'll do like the 15 minute week, like three weeks in a row or something until, until I feel confident to move on. But, um, yeah, I'm up to 20 minute runs and I love it. And I feel like so alive and I just blast my music and run around my neighborhood but it's interesting because I guess this is my update and it'll be like continuing, but I was so, you know, I think I, I jokingly sent you like the screenshot of the Taylor Swift article because I was like, what is her recovery routine after running for three and a half hours? Because now that I'm up to 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. um, my hip, like I'm actually noticing my left hip has, you know, every time I increase a like level of running, this it's my left hip that is giving me a little bit of issue. And so I think I need to stretch more. I need to do a little bit more recovery work. So I'm going to kind of do some research on like running good recovery. recovery for running. Yeah. Yeah. And I got good shoes. Like I definitely have all the equipment down, but, um, I think now that I'm going on longer runs, I definitely need to have better aftercare and before care. So, but I feel really proud of myself and I just like, I can't believe I'm doing 20 minute runs and I love it. And, uh, it, it just, it's really, I'm really enjoying it. And so if you are feeling an intuitive call to anything again, listen to it. I mean, it's kind of like when I stopped drinking alcohol for a year, I had been feeling the call and then I finally listened and now with running and I guess it's just learning to listen to yourself, I think is a pretty powerful thing we can do. Absolutely. Cause our bodies sometimes know what we need kind of over our brains, you know? Yeah. Um, You can um, talk yourself into or out of anything. Yeah, truly. And I'm going to say if anybody is a runner who's listening and they have any tips for me, please slide into our DM, send us an email. Um, I'm new to this world and I actually don't have a lot of people in my life who are runners. So yeah, definitely not your podcast (laughs) co-host. I know. I want to get you into running though. Um, I know. I mean, I think, I don't know. I used to like, if I do I used to do like a boot camp, but we'd like run a mile. Like that was sort of my thing. I've never like I've never been a distance runner and I could do some sprints, but never long term. So I'm impressed by you. Um <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. And and thank you for sharing it. It just goes to show you that like at any time you can really start something. I actually saw like Brian Cranston being interviewed the other day. And he had just, he was telling a story about when he was younger, he had just lost a job. He had just been like fired off of um, a soap opera (laughs) Mm. and he was in New York 
and it was the day of the marathon, the New York City Marathon. And he he was like, I was so grumpy and it was so, so like down because I was fired. And he's like, I look out and all these runners, like, what are they doing? Why are they running? And like, why would they ever choose to do this? Like, that was his mindset. And then he's like, well, why not? Hmm. And then he's like, I could never do this. And then he was like, wait, I could if I wanted to. And he said he had never been a runner before. And he, in that moment, like totally changed his mindset. And he's like, next year I'm going to do this. Wow. And he did. He ran wow. the New York City Marathon. And you just use it as like an example of, you know, we really sometimes it's about making up our minds, mm. you know, and Absolutely. not limiting ourselves in that way. So good for you. Yeah. Well, we have a great conversation today. So should we get to the episode? Yes, absolutely. All right. So Blender Bites is the Vancouver-based company that innovated the at-home smoothie market with their one-step organic pre-portioned smoothie pucks. Chelsea Hodge, founder and CEO of Blender Bites, has been an entrepreneur for as long as she can remember and bootstrapped to get the brand off the ground. Blender Bites was born in 2017 after Chelsea had an aha moment to make a healthy and nutritious smoothie in the morning that would simplify the process yet contain the healthy ingredients that she wanted. She had felt guilty for throwing away the kale that had gone bad in the fridge and grew frustrated with having a freezer full of random frozen fruits. So she froze them all together in a muffin tray. The result was superfood smoothie packs made with clean ingredients and a strong focus on functionality and simplicity. Chelsea started on a mission to create a product that would offer her customers 100% organic, nutritious, and detoxifying ingredients. Each smoothie puck is made with a variety of delicious organic fruits, organic greens, and a blend of essential plant-based vitamins and minerals derived from whole fruits and vegetables. Blender Bites also recently partnered with actress, performer, and entrepreneur Julianne Huff as a brand partner, shareholder, and strategic advisor. So today we have a really great conversation on Chelsea's personal wellness and entrepreneur journey, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hi guys, before we get to today's episode, we want to share how excited we are to offer our community 20% off their first quarter at Sakara with code XO Courageous. We have been big fans of the company for years and the Sakara Life organic meal delivery program is based on a whole food plant-rich diet that includes fresh, nutrient-dense, and delicious ingredients. It's perfect for those weeks you need a refresh or don't have time to meal prep. They also have a clean boutique, which offers delicious food forward bars, snacks, beauty water drops, and my personal favorite metabolism super powder, which works to fire up your metabolism, stabilize blood sugar, eliminate bloat and decrease puffiness. The naturally rich low sugar, dark chocolate flavor is perfect for smoothies or simply mixed with coffee and nut milk. I also regularly use the Sakar cookbook full of plant-rich recipes, which you can purchase on their website. Click the link in our show notes to visit sakara.com and use code XOCourageous for 20% off your first order. We know you will love it as much as we do. Now on to the episode. So welcome, Chelsea, to the show. We're really excited to talk to you today and learn about your journey. So to kick us off, can you share with us a little bit about your background and how it led to creating Blender Bites? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, since I was a little girl, I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. There was like never an option in my mind. Didn't think about, you know, having kids or getting married. It was always about starting a business for me. My Barbie dolls, you know, had went to the office every day. I mean, it was all about work. Pictures of me as a little girl sitting at my little typewriter, you know, so I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but it was just about finding the the right product to, to launch the right idea, I guess. So I uh, went to business school knowing that business was my life. And um, after that, I actually fell into a job in the capital markets. So working for public companies here in, in Vancouver uh, on the mining side. So learning a lot about like raising capital and dealing with shareholders and various stakeholders. So great experience, but I knew that nutrition was also a big passion of mine. So then went to work for a company called Vega, which was a huge Canadian success story. Um, really learned the ins and outs. I was there quite early. So got to learn from Charles himself on how to build a company, found my passion in the nutrition side there. So I thought, well, why not, you know, sort of marry my, my background with capital markets and then also products. And so came up with the idea for Blender Bites while I was working at Vega um, and then, you know, got to work and creating the formulas and the packaging and finding a little manufacturing plant. And, you know, in North Vancouver, I got my mom and my two aunts in there helping on the weekends while I worked full time. So very much that true entrepreneurial story, just starting out from scratch. I had a $50,000 check to start the business. That was it. So yeah. And now, you know, both my worlds kind of came together um, as we are obviously a CPG food product, but we're also a public company. So. Wow. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing a little bit about that, that story and that sort of, um, journey. I know, you know, it's, we've had, we speak with a lot of entrepreneurs on the show and it's sometimes feels so like, I don't know, like vague in the way that, you know, one, one, like in an overnight type of thing where yeah. there's obviously so much more that goes into it. So yeah, even just hearing like, oh yeah, I started with a $50,000 check to start this company. And now I know you've recently, um, expanded even into the U.S. market and yeah. are available here, which everybody's excited about. Um, yeah. it, it's just like this stuff happens in phases and, and not overnight and oh, to yeah. like hear actual Absolutely. stories and details about what that process is like, I think is actually really inspiring to people. So because it then feels if they have their own entrepreneurial sort of vision or, um, you know, goals, it, I, yeah. I think sometimes it makes it feel more accessible to them. Yeah. I think people need to be prepared that it's a lot more time than you think. It's a lot more money than you think. It's a lot more sacrifice than you think. It's, it's everything to an extreme, right? I mean, like we just launched Safeway Albertsons, Walmart US. So it's like, you know, finally the brand's got some major traction and it's been probably about seven years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, you know, building Canada you know, and, but it's, it happened at the right time because you want to understand your product truly. And even for me, even though I created this thing, I birthed this business, but it was still getting to know it and pivoting and the markets changed and consumer insights changed and the pandemic changed everything. So then it's just like, you know, repositioning yourself over and over and over again, finally to the point where you get it right. And then being able to launch into the U S market. But I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's just a lot more extreme than I think people realize. Um, yeah, even the personal sacrifices with your personal life and time. And, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a lot. So I think you really, you really have to want it if you're going to go after something, because it's not for the lighthearted. Can I ask you just to kind of jump on that? What was it that sparked your initial, um, interest and passion around nutrition and be, and kind of 
going into the nutrition space? I think it was just like growing up with my, my mom was always very like forward thinking in the way she ingredients she used. Like I remember as a little girl, you know, six or seven years old, looking in the, in the, in the cupboard and, and finding a bag of stevia. Well, at the time, no one even knew what that was. Like she was like 10 years ahead of the time with things that she was using. And then it, it kind of just, I thought it was super interesting. I'm like, food is medicine. I'm like, look at all this cool stuff, especially coming out of like, you know, the Amazon jungle and camu camu berry and all these like crazy things that are coming out that are actually like healing people and like really becoming something that's an alternative. Like you don't need to eat sugar anymore. We have monk fruit, we have stevia, we have all these extra things, allulose even. So I don't know. I just got really fascinated about like, how can we make things better? Um, and that sort of ties into the whole creation of blender bites using functional ingredients, better for you ingredients, but also saving customers time. It's just about taking a current process and, and creating a solution to make that process better. So I really look at blender bites as being a solution. And I think those are the best companies. You can't just launch another product that's just another me too widget. It's about how can I really disrupt the category for the existing options that are out there right now and create something better. Yeah. And time is such a big component. Yeah, I think absolutely. in the choices all of us make is so determined yeah. on how much time do we have to feed ourselves and nourish ourselves and, and how do we do that in the best yeah. possible way? Because we know, I think a lot of people either eat things that might be inflammatory or not supportive of their health, or they don't eat at all. And both are yeah. not good Definitely. options. And so we're really excited to get into blender bites and talk about um, the product, but just to continue too, because as you were talking about, right, like you've been in this now for seven years, and now it's starting to expand yeah. to the US. And and I think, right, especially, as, you know, Ali and I are business owners, my parents are business owners, I think for a lot of entrepreneurs and people who are, you know, self-employed, you know, it, it can be really feast or famine. And yeah. as you mentioned, um, what do you think is the through line of how you are able to write when there are those difficult moments or you have to pivot or a global pandemic happens, right? Things that are out of uh, your control. What do you think that through line is? Is there like a why or a mission that keeps you going? Um, or what, what do you think it is that that keeps you moving forward? Yeah, I think for me, it was just like knowing that this product benefits, can benefit so many people. We've got, you know, moms and dads and parents, like literally messaging me personally saying, you know, your product has really changed our mornings. I now have more time for my kids. I'm not worried about them running out the door and not having, because, you know, we had vitamins, we had greens, we had all these nourishing ingredients. So it's like, you know, they're not worried about having their kids run out the door with just toast or something with no nutrients, right? So they're so grateful that, their kids have a new option. So for me, it's, and especially with our Walmart launch, it was like, I truly believe in the mission, the purpose, the whatever you want to call it, that healthy, better for you options should be accessible and affordable to everybody. So, yeah. you know, launching yeah. Walmart, I mean, that was a fan. Everyone's like, why would you launch at Walmart? You know, you're a Whole Foods brand. You're a Sprouts brand. I'm like, no, I'm a everything brand. I'm an everyone brand. You know, just because I'm premium and I'm organic and I'm all the things that you normally would find in a Whole Foods market, doesn't mean that Walmart's not now trying to offer those to their audience. I mean, it's not, you know, we don't want to be snooty about the whole thing. I'm like, I want my products in all of the retailers. I mean, there's no reason that this price point, you know, Walmart's got a, selling us for $6.47 a bag. I mean, it's phenomenal. It's affordable for everybody now. So that's amazing. That's, yeah, totally. Yeah. And, you know, bringing Julianne Hoffman, you know, she was so passionate about that same purpose. She's like, you know what? Like, Things need to change. And you look at brands like Olipop and these huge successful brands, 
And they're better for you brands that are accessible everywhere. And I think that's a huge sort of like trend right now. It's like, it used to be kind of segregated. It was like your whole food premium brands and then your cheap Walmart brands. And now it's actually merging into one whole category where you're seeing better for you, healthy brands everywhere, which is amazing because like I said, we all deserve to, to be able to eat healthy. The more accessible options, healthy options can be, you know, yeah. the more kind of equity slowly, but surely food equity, I guess we can strive to create, especially like that's something that Erica and I are passionate about in this country yeah. too. We're like, yeah, I mean, it's like you, you see just even the disparity of, of options and affordable options between different yeah. stores. And, and it's really encouraging that, you know, places, especially in this country, like, and I don't know if it's similar in Canada, but like where people might only have access to doing, going to a big box store like Walmart. Yeah. Um, they don't have access to multiple, you know, grocery stores like we do here in bigger cities or whatever it might be. And also like an affordability price point. Oftentimes it comes down to that. And so like to know that the bags are being offered for like six and change is, yeah, is, exactly. yeah. is pretty amazing. And what I found trying it is that, um, I, I said to Erica too, I think it's like such a great option, especially if you have kids, because, yeah. um, you know, I can make like, I can take the time to make like my smoothie, the exact how I want to with the ingredients that I want to, but that takes like time and money mm -hmm. and prep and all of those things. But like, especially when you have little kids and you want to find creative ways to get nutrients into them, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. it's just like so fast. Like I made one today. I made a blender bite smoothie today for myself. I made one of your frat pay. Oh yeah. The fraps. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or the fraps. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. so yummy. Um, but you know, with all the different fruit flavors too, and using real fruits and real foods, um, mm -hmm. and then, you know, it's like so much better than, yeah, there's a little bit of sugar as you would get in, in, in a real whole yeah, foods. Fruit. Yeah, yeah. in fruits. Yeah. But, um, just like throw that in with like a scoop of, you know, protein powder or whatever. And you're like yeah, ready to go. Exactly. Yeah. And we reformulated over the past few years too, because we didn't want to have, you know, some smoothies, you know, you have to add apple juice or orange juice to make it taste good because they need even more sugar. Right. So we didn't want to have that. So yeah. we said, let's make it taste great just with water. So we use organic date, which is actually a really low glycemic, like healthy nutrient filled sugar. Um, and then we use like, you know, apple puree, for example, to sweeten. So it's like, oh, it's all natural organic fruits and greens and the whole food vitamins that we add aren't synthetic vitamins like you're going to find in like, you know, Evian's new water where they, you know, zinc, magnesium, but it's synthetic. So our vitamins are actually whole food derived. So the vitamin C comes from cranberries, the vitamin D comes from mushrooms. So it's all really assimilated easily in your body, um, which is great as well. So, and I think there's just a mass population that look at smoothies and say, oh, that would be so good for me and, and easy to make. But you know, the last time I made it, it tastes like garbage. I put too much spinach in, it didn't taste good. It turned yeah. me off. You know, I stopped making them because of that. There's a whole audience that want to have, you know, an easy solution like a smoothie, but they just don't really know how to make them or they've made them in the past. And it's just really turned them off because they were, you know, unappetizing. So with us, it takes away that whole guesswork of like how to create a recipe too. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. It I mean, it makes sense. So what was the process like of like you getting the idea? You said you were at your previous company yeah. and at Vega, and then you were, you had the idea for it. I mean, obviously like we've talked about what the solution is, yeah. but how did you like, 
go through the formulation process to understand like what you wanted it exactly to be. And then like the actual creation of the recipes, what was that process like? Yeah. So I actually just had this like red silicone muffin tin in my kitchen. So I was just making smoothies for myself and, you know, adding my fruits and my greens powder and, and my chia seeds and everything that I wanted in my smoothie. I poured it in this red silicone muffin tin, froze it. And then the next morning I popped out this little puck and I kind of just had this moment. I just knew I was just like, oh my God, Chelsea, like finally, like you've had this moment of just like, this could be something because it took me two seconds to make a smoothie. My, you know, kitchen wasn't a mess. I started handing notes to my friends and everyone was just like, this is so simple. How the hell has no one done this yet? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, this is crazy. So I actually took the idea to Charles Chang from Vega and he's like, Chelsea, it's not a matter of whether or not you should do it. It's who's going to do it first. And that was like, you know, obviously the category hadn't even burst yet. I mean, I, we pioneered this category in Canada. So it was just kind of like, all you saw in the frozen fruit section was frozen fruit. The frozen category at the time was still kind of looked down upon. People thought, no, frozen's like, you know, doesn't have the same nutrient levels, not as healthy. It's more like frozen dinners. It's lazy. It's a lazy food people's category, but that has shifted huge in the last little while. Not only is frozen have just as much nutrients, most times it has more because it's not sitting on the shelf oxidizing. Fruit's not sitting on the truck oxidizing. It's actually picked and then frozen. So all those nutrients are locked in. So I had the idea. I was just like, okay, you know what? I'm going to run with this. I just knew that this category was, was going to be coming to fruition. So I just, yeah, found a little, like I said, popsicle shop in North Vancouver. I went out and bought like the same red muffin tins. I bought like 3000 of them. I bought a little machine to like hand fill them. My mom and my aunts, like we just, we just took a, took a chance. I mean, our, our packaging at the time was terrible. I'm like, how did this even sell? I'm like, Oh my God, it was just crazy. But we were selling to like whole foods as one of my first customers. Um, you know, and then at that time, I think a product like that was more niche and, it, you know, was better suited for like the whole foods audience. But now, I mean, it's mass. We're in all of Canada's biggest retailers, um, as you mentioned, Safeway, Albertsons, Walmart. So, you know, but it, the seven years that it took me to build it up was very important because, you know, a category takes time and it's all about timing. If I had more money or bigger production in the beginning, I probably would have been way too early and we would have failed. So I think, you know, being able to stall over the past seven years until the category was really ripe for this innovation was really important for us. Yeah, I, I think you make such an important point. And I'm a I'm a firm believer in timing and like things are happening for you, not yes. to you. Yeah. And that's exactly. such I, I really believe that. And you see it all the time. And um, I remember there was some I think it was right, like the Queen's Gambit, even just the TV okay. show Um, yeah. that was like the biggest thing on Netflix, won every award you could win. It took them 20 years, actually, to wow, get that, that project made. Yeah, it's like a fun pop culture facts, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but, but right. It came out and it, it won every award and yeah. it was the biggest thing ever, but the timing was perfect. And same with, um, white Lotus, which is kind of everywhere, yeah. right. He got nose from every single person he approached. And so I think in that same way where you're like, had we just launched and had everything we needed it, it, it right. Like it wasn't these, these building blocks, these obstacles, they're, their positives. And I think that's yeah, a really absolutely. important mindset for anybody, right? Be it an entrepreneur, be it a wellness journey that you're in right now with your health, whatever it may be. Is there like, have you always been a person who like feels that or, or was that something you had to cultivate too as well? Um, 
Hmm. I think, you know, I've grown a lot. I mean, even though I was just, as you were saying that, I was thinking even from a personal perspective, like going slow allowed me to sort of like, you know, hone in on my entrepreneurial skills. A lot of the times it's just learning about trusting yourself. Like, okay, so I make little decisions and I build up my trust in myself and then now I'm able to make really big decisions. Right. So, but I think it's super important too. A lot of people ask me like, what's, you know, your, the number one skill you have. And it's like, I am literally a professional decision maker. Like I can make a decision like that. I mean, I think it's important, obviously do your homework and make educated guesses and stuff, but like analysis paralysis will kill an entrepreneur. Like you really have to understand what you're doing, make the decision and go with it and then be confident in it and ride it out. Right. Even if it wasn't the right decision, you're still failing forward in some respect. So I think that's really important, but I think, you know, just growing, growing myself as an entrepreneur, especially, you know, going public as well. I mean, that's just a whole other, a whole other animal. I'm the only female CEO, uh, you know, at 40 years old on the whole Canadian securities exchange. So, you know, managing, managing the public company on top of like the operating company is, is a lot. So I think I've matured and grown over the past few years myself, which is, you know, allowed me to, to have the success we're having today. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. And, and growing, like you said, that trust in yourself or your ability to make decisions, I think also like side effect of that is also like perhaps like feeling more confident in those abilities too. Um, Yeah. And so I know you mentioned this is kind of going back a little bit, but I'm curious about this because I think it's an important thing to highlight. You had this idea while you were still employed and you said that you were, were you working? Like what was the transition to going full-time and taking that leap? Because I think some people think like, oh, I just had this idea and then I started it. And then it's like, but a lot of times there's overlap for people because you can't take that leap until you can, you know, safely take that leap. (laughs) I mean, there's always risk involved, but, um, so I guess my question for you is what was it like having to juggle both? How did you do that? And then when did you trust that the time was right to take that leap and go full in with Blender Bites? Yeah, that's such a good question. And I like, I'm a huge believer in this. I'm just like, when I hear people sort of, you know, giving up their jobs and I'm just like, oh my God, no, like, you don't, you haven't even proven the concept yet. Like I worked for three or three years, I guess, full time. So, but I was so lucky that I had a job at the time I was actually working for a health food distributor. So I was selling in other health food products into like the grocery stores in, in the lower mainland, Vancouver. So I had all these relationships built with these retailers. So I could walk in and be like, Hey guys, guess what? I actually started my own thing. You know, and they're like, Oh my God, Chelsea, we're so proud of you. We'll take it. You know? So having those relationships was key for me. Um, super exciting. But I also had a job where I had a lot of flexibility. I was working from home. You know, I was on the road, you know, visiting the stores and stuff for maybe a couple hours a day, but I had like a lot of time to build, you know, my own company, outside of that. So I think, you know, it'd be hard if you were doing a nine to five completely unrelated to what you're doing. That would be super hard because you're exhausted. You get home at the end of the day and then you're having to work on your own thing. I think because mine overlapped, it was a lot easier for me, but I truly, truly do recommend bootlegging. I mean, you you can't pay yourself for the first few years. I didn't pay myself for three years. So you, and you know, you need to, Um, you know, I was also still involved in the capital market side. So investing in, you know, lithium at the time, which was a huge, you know, a huge commodity. So you know, having multiple streams of revenue, I think is, is really important. Um, but also, yeah, just making sure that you're, you're still building, you know, your, your side passion, I call it at the time, because it's not even really proved to be a, a business yet. So your, your passion alongside working full-time, I think is just so important for me. I knew, 
it was the right time because we had launched Canada. You know, I saw that the retailers were, were obviously super interested. The retailers were taking it. You know, I looked at my unit metrics. They were making sense. I looked at our velocities. They were making sense. So prove the concept. And then, you know, you have that, that confidence that it's the right time, but it takes a few years to, to prove that concept to yourself and to, to the market. I mean, you want to make sure there's consumer uptake, right? Not everyone, not everyone wants a product like ours. So, you know, I wanted to make sure that there was real demand for it. Yeah. It's, I think it's great to talk about that too, because I think the social media world that we're all in now, it, it seems like it's all about yeah. how things look. <laughs> I think yeah, exactly. are important because it yeah. isn't reality. Right. Yeah. And, and, um, and I think it's also very encouraging that, right. Like you had a full-time job and now seven years later, it's, it's exceeded, right. Like it's where you wanted yeah. it to be. It's going, but exactly. it, it's yeah. the, it's, it's not just like blink and it happens. Right. I think no, these are very exactly. encouraging. We want to take a minute to tell you a little bit about the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Erica and I are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches. I have advanced training in hormone health, and she has advanced training in gut health. And together, we offer health coaching and corporate coaching through the Courageous Wellness Collective. IIN has taken the lead in the health coaching industry from its inception and provides a comprehensive curriculum that includes 100 plus theories of nutrition, strong coaching skills, and has now joined forces with Chopra Global to offer an array of certifications from yoga to meditation as well. We loved the program and have had many listeners ask us about continuing their education in nutrition, health coaching, and even just advancing their personal knowledge about food and nutrition. We are very excited to be able to offer a discount to Courageous Wellness listeners to study at IIN. The program is completely accessible virtually with lectures led by health, wellness, and medical industry experts. To receive 20% off your tuition on any course, use the code AlyssaFrench20 at the time of enrollment. We have also included a link in the show notes that will take you directly to IIN to learn more about their wonderful program. For anyone listening who maybe this is their first introduction to your product, can you yeah. talk to us a little bit about your blender bites and yeah. your wraps because we yeah. love them and maybe just like we can start there but for anybody who's like okay they're these these little bite puck yeah. frozen things <laughs> we've been yeah. mentioning through the conversation but what actually is it what are the flavors what's what's in it let's let's start there yeah. So I first developed the the one step smoothie, which is again, like, you know, I used to call them greens and berries. And then I realized, oh, well, you know, the functional aspect's important. So we, you know, we renamed it power berry. So they're frozen pucks. They're 90 grams. They're a lot larger than any kind of cubes you've seen on the market. So all you need is one for a small smoothie or two for a a larger smoothie. Um, They've got your organic fruits, greens, and not just spinach and kale. We've got kale, spinach, broccoli, uh, chlorella, spirulina, so seven different uh, barley grass, seven different greens. Um, and then we add the whole food vitamin blend in um, every, like I mentioned, every flavor has a functionality. So power berry for energizing B vitamins, green detox for, um, you know, obviously the nourishing greens and detoxification with chia seeds for fiber. The daily defense is our immune system support. So it's got 2 billion probiotics. So, you know, the leading probiotic yogurt has 1 billion. We have 2 billion per serving. Camu, camu, ginger, turmeric for immune system. Our top selling item is called liquid sunshine. Tastes like a Starburst candy. It's so good. It's peach, strawberry, banana. Um, and that one's got a good source of vitamin D. 
Uh, we've got our Tropical Glow, which is new to the market. Um, so that's our skin, hair, and nails. So we've got biotin and amla berry for natural collagen production. And we've actually formulated that one to taste like a pina colada. So because it's not just a bag of fruit, we, it's a puck that we can add ingredients to, we can actually formulate using organic flavors too. So I think that's why we've won a lot of these awards for flavor profiles is because we can really pump up the flavor of our product. So Daily Defense, for example, tastes like an orange creamsicle. So super delicious. And then we launched the Fraps, um, which is our, our take on a healthy Frappuccino, dairy-free, uh, same concept, the puck. All you have to do is throw it in the blender and add milk. I love them with oat milk. Um, and then they've got lion's mane, mushroom, collagen, or probiotics in those as well. So same in the same vitamin blend. So a super easy, convenient way to make your favorite frozen beverage in one step. Yeah, it really is truly unlike anything else out there. Um, and as you were going over the flavors again, like this is actually genius, like for parents, like any parents yeah. listening for for little kids to teenagers. Cause like, totally. oh, I yeah. see that. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. just like breakfast can be such a struggle and, yeah. um, and it does make a difference in the way like our kids can show up and learn and have yeah, energy. Absolutely. And I know not everybody like loves having breakfast, but it's like something you can take on the road with you. Like it's, and then yeah. also just set you up for the day. Um, actually that's a good point. I should mention, you don't even need a blender. So you can put one or two in a shaker cup, mm. drive to work. And then by the when time you're at work, you can just shake it and it's ready to go. So a lot of people love that there's like a blenderless option too. So, yeah. 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 And, and even if you do do the blender, it takes yeah, two 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's <laughs> just like yeah. awesome. Um, from just like, I think that's the thing that Erica and I responded to is like the accessibility factor, both from like lifestyle and from as far as like how you were saying, you know, availability in stores like Walmart, Aldi, not Aldi, sorry, Albertsons and um, Safeway. Safeway. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's just, I mean, yeah, it's just kind of a game changer from, from that perspective. Um, because I do think breakfast can be a struggle. Snacks can be a struggle, all that stuff. And it just like yeah, opens up the category um, for healthier options and not just for kids, for adults too. Oh, totally. I mean, the frat, I live on the fraps. I'm like, it's yeah. like that afternoon, you know, when you just want some like, you know, a bit of a treat sort of tasting product yeah. too, right? It's just like, you want that little buzz. And the great thing about the fraps is the, the fiber from the chia seeds. So we don't actually use gums to thicken it. So it's milled chia seed to thicken the product. And then the coconut milk, which is naturally higher in fat, Yes. So the fiber and the fat really offset that caffeine because they have 90, 96 grams of, or milligrams of uh, caffeine. So there's a huge hit in them, but yeah. the, the fiber and the fat kind of like elevate them. So it's more of a clean, clean energy feeling. So you don't clean get that, energy. Like, yeah. That crazy. And it flow. has, um, doesn't it have a, like some functional mushrooms, like lion's mane in it as well. Yeah, so the mindful mocha has got the lion's mane mushroom for like mm -hmm. cognitivity and focus. And then our uh, caramel collagen has got um, five grams of, of uh, collagen for skin, hair, and nails. Yeah. And then the vanilla bean bio has got uh, 3 billion actually probiotics per puck. So yeah. even more so than the daily defense. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And it helps curb any of that, like with the extra fat. I like the mocha one with yeah. the fat in the, um, from the coconut yeah. milk and, and the yeah. fiber from the chia. Our audience yeah. is like heard ad nauseum about, you know, balancing your blood sugar, like those, you know, adding yeah. fat to totally. something or fiber, obviously 
is a major help with that. So, um, there's actually, I just noticed on the bag the other day, there's actually a huge dose of iron in it when I was just like, Oh, okay. Cause I guess from the chia seeds and stuff too. So we're all looking for more iron in our diet, less ladies. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just did an episode actually, where he talked about how important iron is to, for hair health and hair longevity, oh, totally. which, um, yeah. Oh, so it's so, like, your ingredients. Iron. Yeah, I've been, you know, low iron most of my life. And I don't know if your audience knows much about this, but it's it, orally, it's really hard to get your iron levels up. So I actually had an infusion in Canada. They they do iron infusions. Mm. Game changer. Like I avoid oh, wow. big hair, but my hair is just like, I was like, oh my God. Incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Way to go for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we love, you know, just to continue on that, like your ingredients are really on point. And I think yeah. that can also be hard. It's becoming, like you said, the... I think the market is changing so much because people really are like voting with their dollar. Right. And even that's why like the Walmarts and the, you know, it's becoming so accessible as it should be. And I love, you mentioned earlier on in our conversation, right. How that's the way it should be. Right. I don't think food should ever be a snooty like thing because it should be discriminated on where you shop. Right. Exactly. And this isn't a, this is about, this isn't about morality. It's about health, right? Like this is when we get to the nitty gritty, it's like, it's about the health of how we're feeding our families and our children and ourselves. And so, um, I love that. And you mentioned you do have a new, uh, partner investor in Julianne Huff. And you said yeah. that that was an important part of her mission. And so I'm always curious too, how did that partnership come together and finding aligned partnership too? I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure that's a journey in itself. Yeah, it was really interesting. So, I mean, obviously I didn't know her or anything. I had a, I had a PR team at the time and I was just like, we were thinking about you know, because the U.S. is so massive and you have, and we, you know, we're a small company. We have a smaller marketing budget. So how can we like get the word out really fast? So we're like, OK, well, if we were going to partner with somebody, you know, who would be a good fit? Who's into fitness? Who's into health? Who's the right age demographic? Like who's, you know, just the right the right audience, I guess, for our brand. So Julianne Huff's name came up and um, I had my PR team reach out to her PR team and Funny enough, she was actually looking for a smoothie company to partner with. So I think she had been talking to some of the bigger companies, but she really loved the fact that we were small, that, you know, she could grow with us. She could have input on formulations. You know, we could collab on a product together, which we're doing right now. Um, she loved that we were public, you know, fine, fresh, fine wine had gone public. So she had experience with capital markets. She loved the fact that I was a female entrepreneur, female led. You know, there's not a lot of CEOs, you know, um, running companies that are, you know, this generation. So I think she just fell in love with, you know, the product concept and just what we stood for. So it took about 12 months, I guess, for us to like get to know each other and, you know, obviously feel comfortable with the deal. And then um, so we officially launched our partnership with her in August alongside our Walmart uh, U.S. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, she's going on E this Wednesday night. She's going to be on E. We're going on the talk next Wednesday morning to talk about Blender Bites. So yeah, I mean, she's been a great partner. She's really advocating for the brand. And and like I said, there's a there's a greater mission behind this whole thing about, you know, just breaking down those barriers for for healthy food options. So yeah, it's great. It's important to get it out there. And so that yeah. more people know about it and more people have, you know, then the ability to incorporate it into their lives. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah. So well, thank you so much for sharing kind of all this with us, your entrepreneurial journey. I think they're always so thank interesting you. to hear about. And yeah. um, you know, especially for our listeners who they might have their own sort of creative ideas. And it's good to yeah. hear other people just because it can be inspiring, especially because it's a it's a daunting 
process. It's more something now than it used to be. Like I, I think right now, I mean, it's just almost impossible, you know, to get seed capital. You know, you yeah. go to the bank and the bank say, oh, come back to me when you're doing 10 million in top line sales and you're showing profitability. I mean, it's, it's really tough, right. but I do think that, you know, you can't give up on your dreams. You just have to like find a way. And honestly, things fall into place. Like I, I really love the saying, you know, um, fortune favors the bold. And it's just like, just going out there and just, you know, just do it. Yeah. You're going to regret it if you don't. Right. But just be smart about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for, for sharing that. And, um, as we begin to wrap up, we always ask three questions towards the end of our interview for our guests. So I'm going to ask the first one, which is as a busy CEO and entrepreneur, what does your daily self-care look like? And, um, do you have any non-negotiables for yourself? My self-care, actually, I, I got, I got my dog Molly, uh, two and a half years ago and she was an absolute game changer for my mental health. I think just like having that buddy, especially, you know, at the time, you know, during the pandemic, being alone all day long, you know, working alone at the time, I didn't really have a team. I mean, that's another thing the first few years, you don't even have a team. It's just you. So my dog, and then I just got my other puppy Maisie. So my dogs are a huge part of my day. You know, I go into the yard, we run around, I focus on them and all the carers in the world just melt away. Um, I, I make sure I go for at least an hour walk every day. That's non-negotiable. I think just moving your body is so important, especially as we're sitting at our computers all day long. Um, I'm a huge advocate of sleep. I'm totally an old lady. I'm in bed by 738. Uh, usually I read a book or I, you know, watch a movie or something just to kind of like zone out. And then I'm asleep by nine 30, I'm up at five 36 every day. So eight hours of sleep is a non-negotiable. I've cut alcohol out of my life almost completely. Cause I just don't have any time to be hung over. And, you know, at 40 years old, the hangovers are very different than when we were 25. <laughs> so, you know, just, you know, cut, I mean, my social life is not that existent. I make time for my close friends, but you know, for me, it's just like, you know, your mental focus needs to be on the business at all times. Um, so I just try and, you know, keep my head very clear for, for being able to focus on, on that. So. Yeah, no, those are great. It's so interesting. Sleep keeps coming up more and more as non-negotiable self-care, especially, you know, for, yeah, I feel like the busier you are and, and same, I have a one and a half year old dog (gasps) and she's changed my life. We're recording and I'm out of town. I'll have been gone for 10 days by the end of my trip. And, and this oh, dog, like I miss her I know. I, more than yeah. anything. It's, you know, she's my yeah. child. Um, I love her so much. Um, so but cool. anyway, before I get to the second question, I just want to ask, what is your astrological sign? Virgo. <laughs> we are Virgo. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah Sorry. We, <laughs> I just love yeah. that. I'm always curious too. When we talk to people, I'm like, I wonder totally. what their sign is. Um, the next, you know, like all the negatives that come with it too, but that's just part of the, part of the, <laughs> part of the thing. No, every, our listeners know I I'm like high, all astrology. I don't believe there are bad signs. There's high vibe yeah. to every sign and there's low vibe okay. to every sign. And it's yeah. just about yeah. cultivating that. So, but Virgo is a great sign for an entrepreneur. So that's yeah. really incredible. Yeah. Um, the next official question we always ask is what does being courageous mean to you? Oh, well, I think, you know, courageous means when you have the whole world saying, don't do something, you go do it. I can't even tell you how many times people said to me, Chelsea, you're crazy for launching a, fro- a frozen food co- uh, company. She, like I heard it all the time, even from, you know, some of the biggest, you know, I call them mentors, but you know, a lot of people told me not to do it, but frozen. I mean, obviously at the time was it, it evolved too, right? How do they know what the category is going to evolve? But now it turned into one of the most you know popular categories. I mean, it's difficult, 
you know, logistics are tough. It's expensive, but I mean, that's with anything, right? So I think listening to that true inner, you know, gut and that, that reasoning that you have inside and say, okay, well, even though people are saying not to do something, I'm going to do it anyways. And that was, that took courage. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. And then, um, do you have a book that's meant something to you over the course of your journey? It can really be on anything, like even a novel, but you said you love to read at night. So I'm just curious if you have a recommendation for our audience. I think for CPG founders or any kind of entrepreneur founders, there's a book called Riding the Ramp by Dr. James Richardson. That's awesome. And he's very hands-on. He does a lot of consulting in the US with brands, but he kind of walks you through from like the first day all the way through, you know, to hundred million in sales. So riding mm-hmm. that ramp, you know, becoming that unicorn brand. So it's a, it's a really great tactical hands-on book that I love that I recommend to, to every, every young startup founder. Great. Thank you. That's a, that's a great yeah. resource to have. And if anybody wants to find you, follow you, um, buy B- blender bites, where can mm-hmm. they do that? Yeah. So, I mean, in Canada, we're sold at most, you know, every grocery store here in the U S we're now at Walmart, 1,665 stores in 42 States. We just launched Safeway Albertsons and all their banners. So we're in Jewel Osco, we're in Vons, we're in Pavilions. Um, oh gosh, we're in Tom Thumb in Texas. So, uh, but our store finder on the website, blenderbites.com has, you know, all the stores on there. You can just tap in your, in your zip code and, uh, and find a store near you, but we're hoping to have a bunch more exciting news too, because we've been working with, you know, four or five other big major retailers. So stay tuned. Uh, blenderbites.com is the website and you can sign up for notifications and updates and, uh, and our Instagram is great. And we do lots of content with jewels and have lots of exciting things on there. And that's just the handle blenderbites. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.